Appalachian Gun Range in Jasper is proud to be in Pickens County. They have a modern and spacious facility that's known for being one of the best ranges in Georgia. Some say it's the best they've ever visited. Appalachian Gun Range offers three levels of yearly memberships, plus daily rates with discounts for military, first responders, folks over 60, and children under 15. They offer safety and instruction classes too. Appalachian Gun Range, just off the 515 at Highway 108 in Jasper. Did you know that Piedmont Mountain Sot offers major services including obstetrics and gynecology, cardiac rehabilitation, pacemaker implantation, and diagnostic cardiac catheterization? In their specialty clinic, they offer nephrology, pain services, and pediatric cardiology. Piedmont has outpatient imaging centers that provide CT scans, x-ray, MRI, nuclear medicine, and ultrasound. Their surgical services include general, podiatry, spine, vascular, and many more. To learn more, go to PiedmontMountainside.org. Piedmont. Real change lives here. Feed all the hungry people in your family at Culver's of Jasper. Their signature butter burgers are fresh, never frozen, and the frozen custard is the perfect treat. Culver's of Jasper is locally owned and operated by local people who care about our community. Their passion for fresh food is as strong as their love for the community. They're proud of where they're located and how their local roots have made them who they are. Get fresh food now at Culver's of Jasper, just in front of Walmart. Welcome back to Dragon Football Weekly. This is Jess Walker here solo for you today. Uh, Tucker on the road again. He's a, a, a traveling man, so I'll be doing it by myself today. We'll bring on Grant Myers for an interview in just a moment. But uh, big news for this show, the Dragons are in the playoffs. Uh, about a month ago, it would have seemed uh, almost crazy to say that if it, I joked with the uh, a friend of mine, you know, if, if you had been in a coma for the last three weeks and you woke up and we, we told you that, you would think we were uh, maybe maybe going a little bit insane based off the way the season began and even the region schedule began. But after uh, three straight wins and a victory over White last week, they have clinched a berth. I will uh, go through throughout the show kind of um, what's left at stake with the final game against Wesleyan this Friday uh how they can improve their position and and as well as some of the other teams in the region. But first I want to talk about just, you know, how did we get here? We talked about uh, the ugly start and um, had a hard time picking up wins in the non-region, uh, lost to Lumpkin and Dawson in the, in the beginning of the region schedule, which turned out to be uh, what's most likely going to be the top two teams in the region. And uh, uh, three things I think kind of changed as the season went on. First off, I think that the Dragons had a very tough non-region schedule. You know, you opened up with a, a larger school 4A classification in, in Sonoraville. Then you went to a lower classification uh, against North Murray, but a, a tough contest nonetheless. Uh, had that tough loss, a big loss to a, a fanning team, a fanning program that has been very, very strong over the last couple of years. And we did pick up the one non-region win against Christian Heritage, a, a much smaller school than us. So I think uh, the early season woes had a little bit to do with just a tough non-region. I think the health of the team had a lot to do with it. Um, we picked up Caleb Nicholson a couple of weeks ago. He had been out uh, all year with injury. He, but His season debut was against Gilmer and where this winning streak started. Um, he's a big presence on the defensive end, defensive line, a uh, very physical player, something that I think the team lacked uh, in the first part of the season. Marcus Pike, uh, a lot of him, people may not think of 
of his season as being injury riddled, but he has had a couple of absences versus Fannin and versus Dawson. In both of those games, the offense really struggled. So I think just having him here on a consistent basis has really helped the offense move the ball. He's a a consistent pass catching option uh, for the offense, and things he's a big play ability as well as we will talk about during the the recap from from white county so i think uh team health trevor eilers he's another one that was added in versus gilmer didn't play the first portion of the season so i think getting the team healthy uh is is part of the difference in the first part of the season and this this winning streak and then lastly this is uh the smallest of the factors i think but it definitely does play a factor is is just the comfortability comfortability (laughs) excuse me on that word comfortability of playing at home versus the road um, we had a heavy road non-region schedule. All those games uh, were played on the road, save Christian Heritage. Uh, we are 3-0 and at home. We've played three uh, – or two of the last three at home picked up the win against West Hall on the road. But I think that does play a small factor. Like I, I, Of the three factors I've named and, and why the turnaround was made, I think that is the smallest, but I do think it definitely plays a factor. That's going to be one of the main things I talked to coach Myers about is is what did he see change from from one and five to the three game winning streak at four and five uh changes maybe that they made as a staff as a team uh get his opinion on that will probably be a little better served than mine but uh before we get to him i will go through a review of just uh, what took place last friday if you missed out on on the broadcast didn't get to tune in with tucker and i i'll take you through it it was certainly a tale of two quarters in the first half uh open the opening of the game was very bleak for pickens uh, white opened up 14 to nothing they had a, a big play too late in the first quarter to make it 14 nothing a 70 yard rush by their explosive uh explosive running back who was making plays all evening we had a tough time with uh, duvall uh bottling him up a few times he made a couple big plays in the first quarter not only was white making the big plays pickens really struggled offensively uh did not pick up a first down until the second quarter and that was kind of when the tide turned uh, white really plagued by penalties in the uh, second quarter picked up 40 yards worth of penalties on them that that helped pickens out a lot but what also helped pickens out a lot huge play by marcus pike um, single-handedly i think the the most explosive play of the season just if not necessarily uh the moment it happened but if you had to take a standalone play uh definitely one of the larger plays of the season 95 yards to tie the game up with five minutes left in the half uh, white county attempts a field goal at the end of the half uh it's just a little too much a little too much length for their kicker comes up short and so we go in the half 14 14 in the second half uh back and forth early a lot of offenses a lot of offensive action the offense start to explode uh, we trade scores all the way up to 28 28 pickens takes a 34 to 28 lead with about three minutes left in the third uh, charlie gibbons missed that pat had an excellent game outside of that one uh, blimp on the radar and we we kind of felt like at the time as back and forth as the game had been that that missed PAT might come into factor. However, uh, the defense steps up the most pivotal play of the game. If you ask me, uh, the following drive white is in the red zone, uh, just outside the red zone. They're about at the 25 yard line. They uh, elect to go for it on fourth. 
uh, quarterback's got an open man and, and just misses it, throws a little bit behind him, drops the ball. Uh, Pickens responds with a score, and that's kind of where uh, the game turned in Pickens' favor. Pickens did end up tacking on one more touchdown to make it a 48-28 final and clinch a playoff berth. Uh, it was huge win against White County. Like we said uh, early on, we were kind of – uh, a little nervous that the, you know, things did not look good. Everything was going right for White and uh, not good whatsoever for Pickens, but that's kind of how the tale of the season was early on. Uh, things not so great, and they turned it around just like they did last Friday and got the important win when it matters. Uh, it was a great game. Uh, White not quite living up to expectation I guess defensively they've just kind of struggled we expected them to be uh, in the thick of the playoff race and with the loss to us they are now eliminated um, they've got a lot of good parts look for them to be a factor in the region as the as the uh, years go by but this year they'll be on the outside looking in uh, I we will take a commercial break with with a, after that recap and I will come back with the Grant Myers interview going to ask him a little bit about uh, looking forward to the postseason as well as a breakdown on the Wesleyan game this upcoming Friday. Others may say they're local, but there's only one locally owned and operated bank in this area. That's Community Bank of Pickens County. They still offer the same in-person service they've been offering for more than 20 years. But for those that prefer, they're up to date with online banking products that you can use from your computer or phone. They offer personal customer service like we all remember, while also offering modern banking technology. Community Bank of Pickens County says Go Dragons! Member FDIC. With Northside Hospital, you can look forward to new beginnings, look ahead to comeback seasons, and look up for hope and strength. Northside welcomes you into our community of care, guided by one clear direction, a mission to heal. Led by our expertise in maternity, heart, cancer, orthopedics, and more, you can move into tomorrow with confidence. For a healthier future together, look to Northside Hospital. Dr. Matthew Camp at Georgia Mountain Ophthalmology welcomes Dr. Charles Newcomer to his Jasper office. Dr. Newcomer is a trained optometrist who can do regular eye exams and handle most common eye problems. Of course, Dr. Camp is still available for more complex eye problems. Dr. Matthew Camp and now Dr. Charles Newcomer welcomes you to Georgia Mountain Ophthalmology behind the racetrack on Interstate South Drive just off 515 in Jasper. Call 678-454-7329. All right, welcome back to Dragon Football Weekly. We are on with Coach Grant Myers. Coach, glad to have you on today, and uh, good news after the win last Friday to uh, seal up a playoff berth in your second season as uh, as the Dragons head man. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited, extremely proud of our players, how they stayed the course, never really lost sight of what our vision and goals were. And, um, you know, when it would have been easier for a lesser group of young men to fold up shop, they just continue to persevere and keep fighting. And here we are getting a chance to play postseason football. Yeah, I know about a month ago this might have seemed out of reach to many, uh, not, <coughs> not really factoring in that the region schedule is the most important part. The one in five start, now we're looking at a playoff berth, a huge turnaround. What would you say uh, are the greatest factors or some key factors to that turnaround with your season? Uh, I think that there's probably three things that go into the turnaround right there. Um, <clears throat> the first of which is who our opponent was coming off of losing to Dawson and getting to one and five and 0 and two in region. Um, playing Gilmer, you know, in a rivalry game, a game that 
you know, we were unable to play a year ago due to uh, them canceling out because of COVID. Uh, but also a game that uh, our players, you know, in Pickens had not lost in seven previous uh, contests. So I think playing them gave our players the motivation to not be the first group to lose that game. And because of that, there was a certain air of confidence that was bred in the locker room as far as, you know, who, you know, we had our, our kids more or less say who has lost to Gilmer at, at any point in their football career. And, you know, the only group that could say that was our current sophomore group. And the last time that they lost to him was in the seventh grade. So with that being the case, that was the first thing we, we had a huge rival. And it was at a time where we could kind of rally the troops and get our backs against the wall and come out swinging. The second thing is, uh, and you can kind of see the, the evolution of our offense over the last several weeks where we went from more of a gun wing offense to uh, downhill power counter based uh, where the blocking schemes up front are very similar, but we're able to hit it at a different angle from the path of the back. And I think that you, that's one of the reasons why you've seen Miguel Salto run for over a hundred yards, three consecutive games. Um, so our evolution offensively has helped us there, but then also, and, and this is probably the most important, our senior leadership you know, those guys, they, they saw, yes, we are one in five right now, but we are not a bad football team. We are not a typical one in five football team. And we can say that all that we want, but we have to go out and prove it. And that's what they have done these last three weeks. And that's put us in the position where we're now playing playoff football and we have an opportunity to go five and five and finish up, you know, down the stretch, uh, four and oh, after starting off one in five. Yeah. I think that, uh, Gilmer definitely sparked it, and winning a big rivalry game like that gives you a lot of confidence, like you said, and uh, took it into maybe an expected win versus Westall, but a mm-hmm. big win nonetheless last week. I think a little bit of the poor start was due to a tougher <laughs> schedule. Um, would you – I know uh, we talked about earlier in the season – uh, those were kind of the teams you you wanted to line up, but also, you know, those were the teams that were available. In the future, would you see it as worth playing a tougher schedule? Maybe, even if you're going to pick up a couple losses, uh, worth a tougher schedule to prepare you for uh, the region schedule and potentially postseason? So, in an ideal world, what we would probably be able to do is pick up, you know, in a non-region schedule like this where you got to pick up four games, you pick up two pretty challenging opponents like, let's say, a Sonoraville and uh, Fannin right there. Two two pretty challenging opponents. One opponent that you feel pretty comfortable that you would beat and then somebody that you know you can kind of tune up for and have some confidence. Um, so, you know, but you also touched on it. These were the teams that were available. Unfortunately, I didn't have the luxury when putting together our non-region schedule of playing anyone who, you know, had a a really poor, you know, one and nine, two and eight record or something like that the year before. You know, these were the guys that could play us. And if it wasn't these guys, it's your Cartersvilles and your Calhouns or going down into Cherokee County and playing a Cherokee or a River Ridge, which, you know, 6A school, the numbers wise, isn't really beneficial for us also. So um, I did the other day, Coach Wigginton and I were talking and every single one of our non-region opponents and the two teams that we scrimmage, both in our spring scrimmage and fall scrimmage, 
have all qualified for postseason play so long as Fannin beats Harrelson County on Thursday. Um, so I do think that that's pretty interesting that everyone that we played prior to coming into region will most likely play postseason football as well. And I can't help but think that at least prepared us for having the ability to turn things around from a one and five start and now have a chance to finish up as, as high as the two seed, but you know, with a win, very likely the three seed in our region. Yeah, not only did our non-region opponents wind up putting together good seasons. I also think if we played some of those teams uh, today, that the outcomes might be a little bit different. Um, I especially think uh, Fannin would be a closer game at the mm-hmm. at minimum, and I, you know, North Murray might could turn out differently as well. But uh, fast forwarding a little bit, I, I'm going to finish with Wesleyan because I know there's still business to take care of uh, this Friday. But just a look ahead, uh, potential matchups. Uh, I know there's still some question marks out there, uh, just specifically, you know, what region we're going to match up with in the first round and who those teams might be and if we know anything about those teams. So we'll match up with Region 8, AAA. Stevens County will be the champion in that region, regardless of whether they beat Hebron Christian or not on Friday. Um, They've already secured a region championship. They're very – well-coached team, physical football team. I've seen them on film already because uh, they played White County and Dawson both earlier in the year, winning both of those games. Um, you know, Stevens, uh, their head coach is a uh, former Gilmer head coach, Wesley Tankersley, who I know a lot of Dragon fans uh, remember some of the battles he and Coach Parker had during his time up there. So that'll be a familiar name and face. Um he does a very good job. Uh, so if we were to lose Friday, we would be making the trip to Coa to play Stevens County and play, you know, what looked like on film uh, against Dawson and White County, a really, really tough opponent. Uh, if we're to win, I think the most likely scenario is that we match up with Oconee County, who um, has a new head coach, Ben Hall there, who was at Flowery Branch previously. Um you know, and you look at the body of work that he had there. Flowery Branch did a very good job, multi, you know, playoff berths every year, going multiple rounds deep. So we know it'll be a tough opponent, um, whether we match up with them or not. Uh, there's a couple unforeseen, you know, really unlikely scenarios that could have us matching up against um, some other teams. But in all likelihood, those would be the two most uh, likely opponents. But, uh, you know, we've not turned our attention there yet as a staff uh, because there's still business to take care of Friday. Right, and Friday with seating still at play and that sort of thing. I know even uh, if uh, my analysis is correct, it would be a long shot. But if there was a big uh, upset, even a a home game potentially in the works, if uh, somehow West Hall were to uh, pick up a win at Lumpkin, even though we know they have struggled this season and and Lumpkin has done uh, very well. So uh, still some business to take care of. Wesleyan – highly touted i guess going into this season they've been they were uh, extremely successful at the single a level they've not quite lived up to those expectations with the uh, reclassification what all uh, do you guys know about them and what do you expect on friday uh well coached football team offensively uh they're going to try to throw it around they're going to try and spread you out create some mismatches in space right there uh they're only averaging about 50 55 yards rushing a game so they're trying to uh, throw the ball around sophomore quarterback uh, does a good job baseball kid as well um, have a really good receiver with uh, number one Jamie Tremble um, 
you know, very talented, long, athletic kid. It kind of puts you in the same uh, frame of mind as Marcus Pike for us. So uh, we're definitely going to have to do a good job defending him. Uh, defensively, they're going to be a 3-3 stack. They don't really get out of it very much, so we're going to have to find some ways to exploit some potential mismatch both in the run game and the pass game there. Uh, one of the reasons I think that we were able to be as successful as we were last week against White is we were extremely balanced on offense. Uh, we had <clears throat> almost 200 yards rushing, and we had 215 yards passing. So you look at that, you know, um, that's a mark of, of having some success. No turnovers. Striker throws for four TDs. Uh, Salto runs for a couple touchdowns as well. So um, we're going to have to find a way to create some of those same mismatches that we were able to find last week against uh, White and then go out and exploit them against Wesleyan. Um, watching Wesleyan and White play each other on film, um, you know, really close game, 22-17. to 17. Uh, both teams had some opportunities to kind of pull away from one another, but never really did. And so we're expecting a really hard-fought game on Friday. Uh, senior night, last, most likely the last opportunity these seniors are going to have to play at Dragon Stadium. So we know that they're going to come out fired up, and they've been the backbone of us during this recent three-game win streak. So we're really counting on them to uh, you know, set the pace and lead the charge as we get ready to take on a very uh, talented and uh, solid football team with Wesleyan. Yeah, Tucker and I are looking forward to the game on Friday. It felt like for a long time we weren't hardly ever uh, at home, and then we've uh, finished with three out of four at home. And I'm looking forward to seeing Wesleyan, too. Uh, one of the things with the reclassification in New Region was this year that, uh, you know, you'll be familiar with these counties and these teams, but Wesleyan is kind of an outlier there. And they were the outlier, yes. That uh, nobody's really seen. I, myself, I have uh, – only experience based on the research I've done. Never seen them. So looking forward to seeing a little bit of a different opponent. But, uh, Coach, I appreciate you joining me. Glad we got to have a conversation about the postseason. Um, looking forward to having uh, some more, maybe even potentially uh, picking up a, a postseason win. But uh, I know you aren't happy just to be there. However, it is a good accomplishment to be there, I guess is the best way to put it. Well, it's, I, exactly. We're not just, you know, we don't just want to go to Six Flags. We want to ride the rides when we get there. So we're not just trying to, you know, go play an 11th game. We want to try and go win and, and compete in an 11th game. But I do think that us having the opportunity to play in an 11th game is something to be acknowledged because especially with the start that we had, again, teams that had a little bit lower character would have folded up shop. But because – the kids never lost sight of the goals. The coaches never lost sight of the goals. And we never stopped believing in what we were capable of. We put ourselves in a position to have earned that uh, right to play an 11th game. And so I think that's something that, that needs to be recognized and acknowledged. And it's something that we are going to build on from this point moving forward, both this season and seasons to come. Yeah, I agree completely. I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate you joining me. When we come back from the break, I'm going to talk about, I know we've touched on it a little bit, I'm going to talk about some more playoff picture stuff as well as uh, add a couple Wesleyan background details and look forward to the game this Friday. Thank you again, Coach. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on.
Piedmont Mountainside Hospital has been a leader of quality medical care in Georgia with the second longest straight A leapfrog rating streak in the state for 14 consecutive A ratings and consistently ranking in the top five Atlanta hospitals in patient excellence. Piedmont offers a wide range of services and specialties, including imaging, cardiac rehabilitation, and general surgery to meet the acute and long-term needs of the community. In addition, Piedmont Mountainside offers 24-hour emergency and intensive care in Jasper and in LJ. Choose Piedmont Mountainside. Real change lives here. Pueblo Cantina is Jasper's best Mexican restaurant. Local folks know they use only fresh ingredients and serve a wide variety of freshly made dishes. Restaurants come and go, but Pueblo Cantina has been open since 1997. Lunch or dinner seven days a week. Come to Jasper's best Mexican restaurant, Pueblo Cantina, 25 Luke Carver Drive at 53 and 515 Jasper. Go Dragons! Appalachian Gun Range in Jasper is proud to be in Pickens County. They have a modern and spacious facility that's known for being one of the best ranges in Georgia. Some say it's the best they've ever visited. Appalachian Gun Range offers three levels of yearly memberships, plus daily rates with discounts for military, first responders, folks over 60, and children under 15. They offer safety and instruction classes too. Appalachian Gun Range, just off the 515 at Highway 108 in Jasper. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Coach Grant Myers. Good to be able to talk to him about what's left ahead. I will go into some detail on that in my own here. Um, we, we touched on it a little bit with him. Uh, the scenarios left at play. Pickens uh, pretty much sewn up where they're going to be at. A, a couple of other schools. Really the entire region is, is fairly clear as to what's going to happen. Uh, there's some seating left in play. Uh, the big if is Gilmer is just on the outside looking in. They need a couple things to happen. We'll talk about that in just a moment. want to go through the matchups this week first. Uh, kind of the one that is the least, I don't know how to put it, um, the least unexpected of an outcome uh, that's kind of shown what's going to happen based on what we've seen from each team this year. Uh, West Hall's playing in Dahlonega at Lumpkin County. Lumpkin is a 28-point favorite based on the uh, Massey ratings. Lumpkin seals a playoff game with their likely win in that. Of course, we never know what can happen. And as a Dragon fan, you should be rooting for West Hall because um, that loss would open up some other avenues for the Dragons. Uh, the biggest matchup of the week in terms of, like I said, a team on the outside looking in, Gilmer hosting White County. Massey has White as a two-point favorite. White has been eliminated, so they really only have a win total to play for there. Um, you know, they still want to pick up a win, I would say. It's not like uh, they're they're going to be too down on themselves. They've been comp competitive, haven't had a very strong season. They would look to pick up that last win to add on to their season win total. Gilmer is going to be extremely motivated, uh, but even if they do pick up a win, they need some help from us, too. They actually need a win and a Wesleyan loss because they hold uh, that tiebreaker after their uh, region opening win against Wesleyan, an upset win at the time. Uh, and so they will need not only that win, they need some help for us from us for once. They will be looking uh, to their rival Dragons to pick up a win this week and potentially get them in. Our matchup, the implications it has. Uh, Wesleyan is an 11-point road favorite at Pickens County. We were talking about uh, with Coach Myers how 
highly touted they were coming into the season. I haven't quite lived up to it. I still think they have a very strong team. Uh, they are in the playoffs with a win or a Gilmer loss. So they can have either one of those two things happen. Uh, they obviously will be motivated for seeding. Uh, Pickens is also mostly or they, they not mostly. They are also playing for seeding only. They're they're in the playoffs as we've um talked about they would need that big upset by West Hall at Lumpkin to pick up a two seed and a home playoff game would be hosting a playoff game in that instance Uh, other than that they're basically playing for the three seed with a win or the four seed with a loss versus Westland so uh, we did mention the the mountain region this year and how uh, one of the things most people were looking forward to were playing against schools and counties that they were familiar with, schools that uh, in youth sports the the student-athletes had grown up competing against and that sort of thing. Wesleyan was a big outlier on there. A lot, a lot of people don't know much about them. Uh, they were up from class single A private with the reclassification this offseason. Uh, their season, as, as I've said, has not gone quite as well as people predicted. They're four and five. Uh, overall in three and two in the region, just like us, identical records. They did make an appearance in the Georgia High School Football Daily Top Ten after week one. They were uh, highly heralded, like I said, really expected to have a strong season, based a lot off of their dominance at that single-A level. They were very, very strong in their history there. Uh, state champions back in 08. They followed that with a semifinal appearance in 09. Also had one of those in 2020. They had a finals appearance in 2019 where they did not pick up win. So very, very strong at the single A level. All this done under Coach Franklin Pridgen. He's been there for 17 seasons and has a 135-68 and 68 record. So Wesleyan extremely successful during his tenure. Extremely successful at the single A level. They have had to adapt a little bit moving up to 3A due to that that uh, private school multiplier that's now in effect. As you might have guessed, this is their first meeting with Pickens. No no history between us and the private school out of Norcross. They're going to throw the ball a lot. Uh, Coach Myers talked about that a little bit, and he, he named off one of the notable players, Jamie Trimble. Uh, he's a junior wide receiver. He's got uh, 41 catches on the season for 755 yards, 10 touchdowns. The man throwing him the ball is going to be Ben Brown. He's a sophomore quarterback, has nearly 1,800 yards passing, uh, 23 touchdowns to only six interceptions. Wesleyan, uh, it's going to be kind of up-tempo. Uh, I think the team they might mostly resemble. I know we go back to this opponent a lot, uh, but North Murray, I think, would be the opponent they would remember closest. I'm looking forward to a great matchup on Friday. I think uh, – Pickens can play them closer than the uh, 11 points. I think they're going to be a motivated team looking uh, at a potential home playoff game. And even so, they, it will be so important, so, so important to get that three seed. Uh, Stevens County, uh, like Coach Myers mentioned, very tough opponent, and that is who we would face if we landed the four seed, where uh, if we picked up the three seed to face Oconee, a much more um, – winnable opponent there than than Stevens led by Wesley Tankersley that's one uh, neat little fact I guess I'll throw in before we exit kind of rewinding here back to uh, other teams implications if we were to beat Wesleyan and if Gilmer were to win and find themselves in the playoffs they would hold the fourth seed and would visit their old coach uh, Tankersley at Stevens County so that's something uh, that would Certainly be very interesting if it happened as uh, Dragons. We're hoping to keep them out of the playoffs, not necessarily out of uh, 
revenge type or rivalry type, but just because we want to pick up a win and get that three seed uh, Friday, which would prevent them. So I uh, hope you guys all tune in this Friday. We'll have the Northside Medical Pregame Show at 7 o'clock, kickoff at 7.30. You can listen on 98.1 FM and streaming on WAL. WLJA.com. Uh, Tucker and I, Tucker will be back with me on Friday for our final regular season game, and we hope to see you there.